Hi there, and a very warm welcome to episode 15 of People Soup. It's Ross McIntosh here. This week, I'm delighted to present a conversation with Dr. Paul Flexman from City University of London about our upcoming trip to present our research at a conference in Canada in a couple of weeks, in fact. This is important for me as the ongoing development of our research-based intervention on ACT for organisations informs so much of my work with organisations. This week I've mainly been engaged and completely immersed in personality psychometric assessments for the final five candidates for a very senior and exciting role in the civil service. It's been quite intense, but I really enjoy how we as psychologists can contribute to the process. And I also love meeting the candidates who are all really exceptional in quite different ways, but it's it's an exciting time, and I'll be presenting my findings to the final panel next week. So, I'm delighted to be here with friend and colleague, Dr. Paul Flaxman, legend of ACT, the Ernie, Ernie Wise to my Eric Morecambe. And many other. Have we got any other couplets? <laughs> hinge and bracket. <laughs> yeah. The Evadne hinge to my... Who is it? <laughs> bracket. Hermione bracket. I can't remember that name. Mm. Anyway, we're doing some work together today. And part of that is planning for our trip to the ACBS conference in Montreal in a couple of weeks' time. And that is the, the Association for Contextual Behavioural Science. Mm. So I just thought I'd take the opportunity to ask Paul a couple of questions about the conference. And first of all, is, is there anything you're looking forward to in particular? Yeah, I suppose looking forward to uh, seeing some old faces in the ACT community mm. who, uh, yeah, I don't see very much of and I haven't been to conferences for a while. So, yeah, hoping to catch up with some people I haven't seen. And uh, looking forward to our symposium about using ACT in the in the workplace yeah I think yeah me too showing some research we've collected and developed over quite a few years so it's nice to have it together in one one longer presentation yeah would you mind just giving people a a bit of a taster a, a, about that because i think we've got a really nice progression ending up with the the teacher stuff that mm. i've been involved with but would you mind just giving a flavour of the background of, of how that progresses? Yeah, yeah. So it goes back to a study uh, conducted with uh, NHS in Northumbria in the northeast of the UK. Um, yeah, where we we used ACT with uh, a large number of staff, I think, sort of 200, 250 members of staff. And as always, we were looking at Mechanisms, so trying to understand why ACT works in in the workplace and is it similar to in clinical settings? Um, yes, yeah, so that goes back to sort of 2010, 2011, mm. um, and then bring it more up to date uh, around 2012. Conducted the study with South London and Maudsley NHS Trust, and yeah, that was a very big randomised control trial conducted with Joe Oliver and Eric Morris. Mm. Uh, uh, Vaso as well, Vasiliki Christodoulou. Um, yeah, that was really interesting. We compared ACT to mindfulness training. Okay. Yeah. 
And then, like you say, more recently, um, we adapted the program for school teachers in the UK. And what I'm really excited about is that we interviewed mm. the school teachers and they were just sharing their more in-depth experiences of going through a short app program in the, in the school. And this is the bit I'm going to be, be presenting. Yes. Which I'm slightly alarmed about because um, I haven't seen the, the template analysis of that yet. But basically, it's all around the training that I, I delivered. Really interested to find out how they, how they took away the, the skills and the processes and how mm. hopefully they applied them in their, mm. in their lives. I know they did because I worked with them for... Sometimes it was five sessions in the early days, but mm. four sessions. And I know they used to come back every week with these amazing things they'd done mm. just in the space of a week. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah. And I think some of it's surprising what they said. You know, some of it perhaps we expected around mm. apps processes. But um, yeah, some surprising themes came out of that data. And I think could be useful from a practical perspective about using ACT in workplace settings. Okay. Have you got your eye on any particular sessions at the the conference? I don't know if you've had a chance to look at the program in any detail. Mm. Yeah, a few. One thing really caught my eye is that acting groups. I think it's on mm. the Sunday. It looks like a workshop on the Sunday. And uh, yeah, because I mean, as you know, we've been trying to sort of develop mm. act for groups and there's some things that have to be done differently in groups than one-to-one. So I'm really interested to hear how other people have adapted it for groups, perhaps have a chat with the mm. uh, the person running that workshop. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, I think, on the Sunday. Great. Mm. I'm looking forward to my um, pre-conference workshop mm. that I'm getting slightly geeky about, but it's about um, using metaphor to build psychological flexibility with the godfather himself. Nicholas Tornecki. That's that's the one. Yeah. And a, a couple of other luminaries who I can't quite remember their name right now, mm. but, but really looking forward to that. Will we have anything available after the conference on our on what we presented? If if people were interested to get in touch, might we be able to? If people got in touch, could could I send them a link to some slides, perhaps? Mm. Yeah, I think the slides would be available, but maybe take along sort of an overview of our current program. Mm. You know, because it's, okay. it's been through various developments. I think we've integrated the matrix much more in group settings, and uh, I've been really interested in how that operates. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's also our first opportunity to meet uh, Benji Schoendorf mm. face-to-face mm. and talk about how we've integrated the Matrix into the group stuff. Yeah, I'm really interested to hear what he thinks about you know, what we're yeah. up to and you know, share some of those experiences we've had with the Matrix. Yeah. So do you think we'll be actually sharing sort of our outline program? I'd be very happy to, yeah. Certainly, I think given that we're presenting data on the type of training that we do, I think mm. it would be good to give a good insight into what it is that actually happens in the, in the sessions mm. and how we sort of progress the skill development across the sessions, I think, in workplace settings, yeah. Yeah, and the, and the work we've just been doing right now, mm. looking at that consistency and maybe throwing around new ideas that we always throw around sort of on train journeys as we're travelling, but mm. it's really helping to bring it together and evolve it, I think, even further. Mm. But exciting things about the Matrix, including a floor mat, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that work in the NHS, I know that was in about 2010, but I know they've kept going because I've been with you to update them on the training and refresh training. So what convinced them to keep going? What was what happened? Mm. Yeah, I think uh, just the strength of their team up there, you know, the staff support team led by Teresa Jennings, uh, which is very strong, very open to using some of the latest research 
Um, so yeah, they really picked it up and developed their skills in delivering mm. ACT. And then they started to collect their own data. I think this was a big moment. So they were collecting data on their, the, the uh, effectiveness of their ACT training and we presented that to the board of the trust and it was clearly showing um, large improvements in the mental health of the NHS staff who went through that training, particularly nurses. Mm. So I think it was probably their evidence actually that helped to convince uh, the trust to continue investing in it. Mm. And yeah, I think they've trained around... Yeah, 800 to 1,000 staff members mm. up there in the ACT approach. So, yeah, really, really impressive. They've got right. some great findings as well, yeah. I think I've got a link to the article that was written by Teresa and mm. yourself. That's right, yeah, in the Nursing Times. Actually, they published an article that reported some of the data, some of the training they've done. I'll see if I can put that link on the episode notes. Great. So that's about it, P-Supers. Thank you for listening. As usual, please do get in touch. You can get hold of me at peoplesoup.pod at gmail.com, on Twitter at Ross McCoach or at peoplesouppod, and on Instagram at people.soup. I'd love it if you get in touch. I'd love it if you subscribe and leave a review, particularly on iTunes, because I think that's quite important for podcasts. I'm not exactly sure why, but I know everybody says that. So if you do feel like reviewing on iTunes or leaving a a little bit of feedback, that would be wonderful. If you want to look at the episode notes, you can find them at rossmackintosh.co.uk. And it just leaves me to really sincerely thank you for listening. I really, really appreciate it. Thanking Andy Glenn for his skills on the spoons. Have a great week. I look forward to speaking soon. And bye for now.